my balls were tingling. Dude, if you're, if you're happy on the money you're making and you're all good, don't do match betting. If you're not happy and you, you, know, you, want, you want to make a bit more money, fucking learn it. Yeah. Like it's that simple. I've had a pretty poor relationship with money. I had a very like hoarding, save it, put in the Like bank. super conservative. Super conservative, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a scam. Really? Yeah. Full scam? No, not a scam, it just like sounds like a scam. I, I think a good goal that I, I, I set was, I think a, a good achievable goal to start with is a thousand a month. What's your quote of the day? My nutsack. So what do we learned out of this? Match betting is just sick. Right. All right, have we started or? Yeah, we <laughs> probably will. Yeah. Introduce me, Lenny. All right. Um, Are we allowed to call him Lenny? Yeah. That's my name. <laughs> is it? <laughs> you got to say the full name though. I don't know how to. Do you know anything about him? Not much, no. Do you want anything? You're a strength coach? Yeah, whatever. Powerlifting yeah. nationals? Yeah. Deadlift 300? More. More. Bench 170? Yeah, five. 175? Yeah. Squat 240? 280. 280? 280. Fuck. Nice. That's all right. right. There's your intro. We're all, we're all beginners at some point. And now you started match betting. Yeah. After watching me do it for years, years. and just looking, looking on. to hard basket. <laughs> so I watched JP do match bet. So I met JP, one of my best mates. He moved in with one of my best mates, and that's how I met him. And I watched this this fucking weird weird unit just sitting there with some numbers. Fucking that was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, so probably eight eight years ago. And anyway, we became pretty good friends. But I watched him the whole all these years just do this this match betting thing, not work, and just live off work. <laughs> I love when people say <laughs> that. Live off match betting. Well, not not a conventional job. Yeah, back when I was doing it, I didn't do any jobs now. Yeah, but we'd still call match betting work. Uh, yeah. Because to so the level I was doing it, of course. We, I've heard the story, like even your podcast. I feel like it's a job. I think people yeah. hear the number at, at that level. It's definitely a job. Yeah, like, yeah you're, what you're doing though, and what you plan to do probably won't it's a be a side. Job. I would call it a little bit of a side hustle. It's still, I don't know. Even Saturday, it took I started opening up my accounts and um, started doing some of the practices from the from Platinum, and um, it still took it. It took a fair bit of concentration because it's all new to me. Even just learning how to use the because I'm not a, a punter I've never come I've never really bet at all um, we can talk about my betting history if you want yeah um, talk about your two famous my multis two famous multis but um, I never punt so just getting around it, it it did require work but I actually kind of enjoyed it um, it was nice I just had the horses on footy on the other one two so, personal calls on me to Saturday you were asking me questions this is, this is a big thing do you find it calls. fun do I find it fun yeah I feel like I'm too new to it to, to say it. I feel like give me six months and then I'll answer. Did I, did I find it fun on Saturday? Yeah. I did. I found it fun because I made, not eating flash, I turned over 50 bucks, but it was 50 bucks I didn't have at the start of the day. Um, so, like. So you spent the whole day and you just made $50. That's shit. Well, That's what people were saying in the comments. Yeah, fuck. Huh? That's what people say in the comments. Yeah, but fuck those people because 50 bucks <laughs> will turn into 200 bucks and 200 bucks will turn into 300 and it'll turn into 500. And if every Saturday I'm making between three to $500 across a year, what's like 300 bucks a week turns into it's 1,500 bucks a month, 1,200 bucks a month, 15 grand a year. 15 grand a year is a, is a holiday. 
overseas with me and my partner for four weeks. So I don't look at it as, oh, just 50. But everyone, I think everyone, and I think a lot of this stuff for me comes from from the lifting background. To get to where I got with lifting over six years takes a lot of just consistency, boring, showing up, doing the work each week. And it's it, it there's no instant gratification. It's sometimes it'd be like a year before I'd retest to mm. get that gratification. So I, I know how to sort of stick to that very boring long-term process. And I feel like this is going to be similar in that sense. I'm not just showing up to make 20 grand in one day, which I think from listening to you guys, a lot of punters are trying to do make the big, hit yeah. the big fucking multi that's going to, whereas I'm happy to make two, three, 400 bucks a week. If that's all. And it, over time that accumulates. So what do you call yeah. that? A bit of progressive overload? Progressive overload. <laughs> it's progressive overload. Add little steps to it. Just keep. Consistency of effort yeah. over time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the goal on Saturday wasn't to make 50 bucks. Yeah. Obviously did some deposits, got the deposit offers, started practicing turning them over, splitting them across counts to get more mug bets up. Learning. And um, that was the goal. Call non-promo bets. Non-promo bets. Yeah. Um, to get the non-promo bets up. So started doing that on Saturday. Not really concerned with money, but at the end I had 50 bucks extra that I didn't have at the start of the day. Big whoop. Yeah. Did all that for 50 bucks, as we've explained. Doesn't matter. It wasn't about that. Um, but that'll accumulate over time. And yeah, I think I like it was fun. I actually did. So the answer to your question was was it fun? I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. the reason I ask that is because we have a lot of people on Facebook comments and shit and go, how is it fun betting like betting like it's a job? They would. The people want to bet for fun. Yes. They don't realize that this this is fun. You're still placing the same bets in the same sports, the same horses. Yeah. It's there's an element of fun to it when you. I think for me the fun comes from knowing that I'm beating the system and then I'm going to fucking Greece. I think <laughs> with that money. <laughs> I think so the fun comes from fun. placing the bets, knowing you can't yeah. lose. Yeah. Well, that that. So when I say I turn over the bet, I was watching. I turned it over on North Richmond game because the odds were good, and I was watching the game, and I was like, oh, I actually don't care. Yeah. Way. I was like yeah. trying to explain to my partner what was happening, um, and um, she was yeah, she was like sort of getting it but i was like well either way we're making money off this doesn't matter who wins like and i'm really lucky too because my partner's fully supportive of it because i think a lot of partners would probably be a bit like oh you just ah. yeah, dude, I, I we've had so many that, people yeah. like in our community that they initially when they tell this to their partner especially when people join platinum yeah they have to go and ask their missus or wife or girlfriend whatever, to get permission because a lot yeah. of people have their monies, I guess, combined. Yeah. Um, or I'm going to go spend this on a gambling course and it's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like you're not doing that. And then they have a bit of trouble and then once we had a little kid, probably like 18-year-old, 19-year-old, just stressing about telling his family um, about joining Platinum. And unfortunately, there was another instance where a young kid wanted to join as well and because he'd been scammed by another service, essentially then the parents – didn't let him join. Yeah. So we cop the backlash of someone else scamming someone. But then this guy has now gone and explained it to his mum or dad. And the best thing to do is just communicate. Like you, you're an adult now. You understand that there's no point like if you're going to explain something to someone, show them how it works, yeah. show them an example. And once someone sees like a bonus turnover example, then unless they're really closed-minded, they should be okay with it. 100%. But there are a lot of accurate sort of – I guess things around gambling to boost stuff where, yeah, gambling you lose. If you bet, you lose. Most people think you're going to lose if you gamble, which you are, but this isn't gambling because you are betting with essentially an edge that the bookies give you. So it's a little bit different. But yeah, when you start explaining it to people, it's they 
definitely – you said this in the last time, you like people just – laugh and say it doesn't oh, had, work um, have you uh, spoken to anyone like that i yet? don't really tell many people that i'm doing it mm. uh, or wanting to do it i've told a couple people um i won't name yeah a couple people fully supportive but they again they also know you and yeah, yeah i think okay. that helps because they know that what you've done with it over years which yeah gives better context but yeah a lot of people you say and they straight away they're like sounds like a scam or sounds like this mm. which is understandable because yeah like there's truth in stereotypes like you go to the races and or whatever the tab and yeah, there's a whole people, a whole bunch of people losing, um, chasing their losses, all that crap that you guys talk about. And I, I think also, yeah, I don't know, just like there is that truth in it. So I do get why people are like that. Um, I, to be honest, even knowing you, I've always had an element of that. I'm like, oh, and I've got, I've had to get past that. Um, I don't know, maybe that was also an excuse for me just to not do it because I was being lazy as well, like just being like, oh, whatever. Because as we said before, it does take work. It has take, It's taken work the last month to learn it, mm. wrap my head around the concepts, start applying it. I was nervous to apply a bet the other day. Yeah, I remember, I remember that feeling like first time doing yeah. a bonus turn, you're like checking everything. It's like, is this, this yeah. it, this it? Uh, yeah, I was nervous um, doing it because I want to make a mistake. To be honest, once I did it and realized it worked and there was more money in my account um you know fill out the spreadsheet that steve has made saw that it was a, a profit for the day i was like oh crazy um yeah it's it's a hard one because we can say yeah it works but until until you actually see it it's two yeah, different things that's right you, the it's people hard. out there will still think you paid me to sell this anyway well that's fine <laughs> it's obviously so like difficult like first learning the concepts <laughs> yeah. and that but like do you find it easy now that you know certain things um, and once it clicks it just kind of it, it, yeah, it started to click. I remember the first day I watched the uh, advanced uh, sustainability and defense on on um, platinum, and that was like Jesus. But I know, I know, I know how things work. Like, I, like I taught myself to play guitar what, four years ago, and no musical background, so I know, and it was fucking hard at the start. And I know, yeah. I just know things get easier. Yeah. Like I, I just I don't know through experience yeah. of learning brand new skills. Now I know, like you sit with the content, sleep on it reread your notes start practicing a little bit i was playing with the two-way calculator the two and three-way calculators and the, and it does start to to sink in um but i think that's probably the biggest thing i found is that yeah it's not just i oh, just fucking just do it you got to do sit and put time into it but it will get easier yeah it definitely and clicks once you get it kind of just effortless you don't need to think about things yeah. anymore and you just you just do it it's just, just anything you fucking it's like repetition a, doing a squat or whatever i don't repeat think. I don't even think about it. Yeah. With 200, 200 kilos in your back? Yeah. Well, you don't. You don't. You, like 200 kilos yeah. isn't even anything for me. Um, <laughs> but you don't You don't even think about it. It's, it's effortless. Like it's that flow state. So, Did you see the guy who died? Yeah, in Bali. Yeah. 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 The bike, pretty yeah, fucked. It's pretty fucked. Did but, you see it? No. Yeah. I think that's why you got to always have uh, take precautions. You have safety bar. You didn't have safety. Geez, I don't think his spotters really knew what he was doing, what they were doing. Well, what, you more than one spotter with fucking that. He had one. I think he had side spotters. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it was 200 kilos, but. Only 200. Only 200, but it's all relative. Everything's relative. Yeah. 200 was, if it was too, like too heavy. Hit him in the him. neck. Yeah, he like bent and he snapped fucking. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much the weight is. If that's in the wrong spot, so, that's done. Anyway, like everything, you've got to take caution. Probably loaded too heavy. Need better spotters. You say, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a conservative person. I like to. If I'm gonna, if I'm lifting by myself, use safeties, and I know I can bail out if I need to. Like, so not just do the rep or die. Yeah, to squat, that or, squat or die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> nah. Um, there, but there's a lot of crossovers I found with all the shit I've learned through lifting, and obviously with the work I do as a strength and powerlifting coach. 
um, with all the stuff you guys push, like consistency. Like you, you, I know with the system, you talk about long term, um, long term profit. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with training. It's just like keep showing up, do the work. The, the, the small gains are made, but small gains accumulate over time. It's the same same shit with yeah. You texted me after you watched Steve's vlog and you yeah. were like buzzing because you could relate to everything in it. You're like, everything. it's like training. You I basically was, said it's like training. It was literally all the same principles. If Steve was talking about training, it would all apply exactly the same way. You just guys are just talking about fucking numbers and yeah, shit session, placing beds. shit day, but you move on. Keep no going. emotion. Like I, I have no emotion now, and you still get. I still got some of my new clients. I get they get that emotional response when they have a bad session. You just get to a point where you don't. You literally don't care. And I feel like you guys are the exact same with that. You have a shit day. How do you deal with someone? Do you have people? Obviously, you've got a lot of long term. Uh, I think you've got a minimum time now with your. Coaching is like yeah, three to lot, six months or something. A lot of long term. Look, people sort of a filter filtered out if they're right for our our yep. service, they'll stay. If not, they sort of get weaned out pretty quickly. Um, in terms of how do you deal with that, it's more edu- just education. Yeah. So do you tell them like, what do you tell them? Do you like because this is the same thing we do? Because I always talk about macro. So that's the first thing I go. So I go like look at things on a macro lens, and I know you guys do that with you. You post your results on on the system, and you can literally see the last four years of results. So if you grabbed every person's for let's say for strength for mm. powerlifting, squat, bench, dead, you grabbed their numbers, their training numbers, their testing days, and you put it on a graph and put it over two three years, the trend would be linear. Yeah. Would there be peaks and troughs in that trend? One hundred percent. Like anything, there's not nothing is purely linear. Yeah, um, and you just explain that to them, and you say, "Oh, stop looking at things on such a micro scale, and look at things on more of a macro scale." And that's why when I was when Steve was talking about that with the system, I was like, "This is literally yeah. the same shit I say." To it's clients. just harder because essentially, it's money, and people work hard for their money, and they've yeah. got yeah, like I do get that. But if once if you can detach from that. Mm. So I feel like I'm mentally I'm already set up to do it because yeah. I'll know yeah, I know there's going to be a down day. I know there's going to be a day where where, where there'll be a like it happens. I've seen it on yeah. the, on your fucking results. <laughs> once so. once you experience like experience enough of those, it gets to a point where it's like you don't even think money's real. Yeah. It's like it's like betting money, but it's not normal money. Yeah, they're separate. two different things, and you just it just happens. Oh, I really liked I liked what Steve said when he said this money has been put away for that. He's like your, yeah. your rent, your bills, your mortgage, or whatever is. Food, that's all getting paid still. Don't stress. Well, you were telling me before you've got an ex bankroll and you got an offer from something. Yeah, that I to ask you weren't sure if you were supposed to take it or something because your bankroll might get. I yeah, guess. so I'm just going to say how much I'm starting. I was starting with 2K yeah. bankroll, roughly, but um, obviously priming the accounts at the start, it taking, uh, takes a little bit of I'm trying to minimize loss. I think I asked, uh, am I allowed to say his name, the, the coach that I'm working with? Yeah, Max. Max, big Max. Has he been on the podcast? Yeah. He's good. He's I, don't, I don't think he realized when he was responding how like close I am with you. Yeah, at the start, I, I listened <laughs> to the voices and he was a bit confused. <laughs> he was confused. Yeah. So I was like, I was starting with 2K, obviously priming the accounts, taking, you know, obviously hedging the bets and shit, turning over some of the bonuses. But I started to realize like I put in 100 bucks into Tab, got a $100 deposit offer, split it up to... And then, like hedging it though, because obviously you're hedging with the small, the, the favorite. You've got to outlay more to match the bet. So I started realizing, I'm like, oh, there's, and now it's fine. The money's still in all those accounts, yeah. like it's not going anywhere. But I'm just because I'm not having done it before. I don't want to get spread thin where I've got all my money in one yeah. bookie and can't get it out to go into another bookie. So there's a two fifty. Obviously, Ladbrokes got a juicy deposit offer, two fifty, um, and you get two fifty bonus bet, which you can probably turn over at sixty five. 
170, 160, free money. Yep. Um, so I was like, do I do that? Because I don't want to fucking yeah, deplete well, saying my bankroll. Over 10% of your bankroll. But you're not like, do you plan on putting more in than 2K or are you starting with a flat 2K and it's not going up? Because my- it's in that case, like I would still take it. But yep. obviously if that Ladbrokes account ends up being 700 in it and you now suddenly have... 2400 bankroll then obviously 1700 of it's elsewhere and 700 there yeah but um we can work around that and obviously you just one thing people get a lot of bit a bit like sort of trouble they start to try and control where the money ends up and you can't do that because you don't know who's going to win or lose so just kind of let it just settle and as steve said leave that money and we just had another podcast where we spoke about starting with that amount and fucking that's growing over 12 months and you you just gotta leave it that, well, that's my plan. My plan was to put that 2K in and just let it grow in the yeah. account and hopefully by the – yeah, because I'm, I'm planning on doing this consistently till I go to Europe again in June. Yeah. Um, and then I'll obviously do it again when I pick that, get back. But, yeah, and hopefully just let that money just fucking grow like any other investment. But you've clearly come into this. Like this is the best thing we can hear. If, if you've, you've got a clear like 12-month vision, you haven't got a one-month vision or a one-week vision or a two-week vision. It's literally you, you're planning this – well, it started with while I was in Europe, I was literally like, I love my job and I love what I do and it's a great flexible job. Um, yeah. gets work, but I love And I do like helping people. Um, but I've always thought about, you know, having multiple income streams. It just gives you flexibility to do things. And one of the big values of my life is travel. And I probably forgot that value because of COVID yeah. and being locked down for so long and not having the opportunity to go. Um, and going again this year with my partner and some friends to, to Europe, um, spending a lot of time in Greece, I just was like, this is something that I value and I want to be able to do more of. If I want to go, I've got, I'm financially in a position to just do it. Yeah. So I got back, was speaking to you on the phone about some other business ideas that I had. And then you were like, can't just do the system. Like for the amount that you have to invest, it's obviously a little bit of a steep learning curve at the start, but for the amount of money that you need and the overheads, the overheads are pretty much non-existent, some account fees here and there. Mm. Um, yeah, like if I can turn 2K into 10K over the next 12 months, like, well, the fuck not? So that was sort of where it came from. There was a very clear vision and a goal, which I also listened to you on your podcast about having, Tom, I think Tom and you guys said that you kind of got fed up, not fed up, but sick of match betting when it was just making money for making money. Like there was no reason. Yeah, people struggle to understand that. And we always get told, oh, if you work, just keep doing it. And it's like, we're a bit more like, for you, you're not going to feel like that because you're not going to make 100K and be mundane with it. Like yeah. you're going at a, a lower level to start. Yeah. And we did this, remember, for seven years. Like we yeah. didn't do it for three months and got sick of it. It was seven years of yeah. the same thing. And even Lenny, like he's already sort of, but I think after a year of doing it, he's got he's semi. Well, he wants a break from it and he's had a break a couple of months. He'll probably get back into it. But I think the big thing yeah. for you two guys, with the amount of money that you made off it, you've, you know, well, I'm assuming you've got a bit of money sitting there. So you've always got that to fall back on. But you also know you've got the skill to pick it up at any time. That's a huge thing as well. Like you, you're saying you want to make sort of 10K out of it yeah. in a year time. You have the skills to do more than that too, yeah. if you wanted to, yeah. which is huge with this. And I think when you know it's like reassurance knowing that i can do that yeah also if money gets tight again oh i can just pick that up and do it yeah. again and like you guys both know that but i think the biggest thing i learned with money was because i had a i've had a pretty poor relationship with money i had a very like hoarding save it put it in the like bank. super conservative super conservative yeah, yeah super con- like even that's why i was so nervous attached like, 
attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. I saved it. And it, it's been working through, I worked with a financial uh, advisor, which helped a lot. And one thing he taught me that really helped massively was that you don't need to make money just for money. Money should be made to facilitate your goals. Yeah. And so what are my goals and what are the things I value? Like one of them is like, I mean, he's paying, being able to pay, like we have bought a house, me and my partner, being able to pay that off. Um, I want to keep, because we love where we live, the suburb we live and the house we have. Another big goal is, as I said, travel. Um, and then like there's other certain things, like I like eating out at restaurants and stuff. So I only need to make enough money to facilitate those things. Um, yeah. Not so, to just, I don't need to make a million dollars. So money is a tool. It's a tool. People, yeah, you're yeah. spot on. Like money's, there's a really good clip, this guy called Anton Krul or something. Mm. He's a famous money guy on YouTube and we've actually put this video in the Platinum Squad. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet. I actually need to watch your money psychology ones. I think you put yeah. them in there after I went to, I've got to rewatch No, it's it. been in there since day one. It's it at module four, so it's right at the end. I, I watched it for but essentially, I forgot about it. I yeah, it it's, it basically says that no matter how much money is like shown to you, you shouldn't feel differently about different amounts of money. So if I gave you a yeah. dollar versus like you, you put a dollar on the table, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you put a hundred, you'd probably be like, oh, it's a hundred bucks. Like you think, start thinking about things differently. Yeah. If I put like 10 grand there, all of a sudden these people start like going a bit fucking nuts with like the money. Yeah. But that money doesn't feel anything back to you. It's just fucking an object, right? Yeah. Um, and what it can do, obviously you can do bigger things with it, but people, yeah, need to sort of treat, I think the best thing you can do is treat every dollar the same. So yeah. just because you have a hundred K doesn't mean you go and spend it differently to how you'd spend a dollar, if that makes sense. You want to still have, yeah, yeah it's a tough one. And that it's, comes it's from- It's hard. And it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, it, again, more education. Um, yeah. Like match betting- Coke, Coke burps. That's right. Um, match yes. betting can desensitize you to money and that's something probably Lenny has suffered from, I reckon. And I've, <laughs> I've been the same. Like You need to go live on the fucking not. It's not street, a bad thing, but- Like a bum yeah. for a bit. Well, <laughs> yeah, like when, this is something I've spoken about. When you make- 10k in a month or like in yeah. his case he had like 30k months like do you look at money the same as you did when you had no, no money no, like you just feel like easy to spend it kind of thing yeah you can just like part ways with it way easier, easier. Come, easier go. yeah like yeah, it's like whatever and you like it just make that back in is your that mind. good it's relative isn't it i think in a sense it's good um it allows you to, to sort of do things that you probably wouldn't normally do if you were if you're hoarding money like you said what, which i was probably similar to that before yeah. match betting, um, yeah. like save every cent, know where every cent is. And you just wouldn't, I don't know, buy things or do things because you didn't want to spend that money. Mm. Um, it's like, it's never been a problem for me. I don't spend every cent I have. I'm still yeah. very good with money, but yeah, I think it's definitely actually helped in a sense, but it can, can be bad. Yeah. It's finding that happy medium. Yeah. Like you aren't, you don't want to be, because it's definitely, I've had a relationship with money where I'm not happy with it. Um, and I feel like I would liken it to like, not that I'm an ex expert or know much about this topic, but like people that have eating disorders or, or being like, yeah, I'm almost the opposite. It's like, you know, people restrict their calories, restrict, restrict, restrict to lose weight. And then they obviously, like, I, I feel like I've got that with, with money. Like it's, it's, it's a toxic mm. restricting. Like I don't, and I've gotten better at it, way better at, at it. Um, obviously as I've gotten older, I had a bit, few more expenses like uh, I was a bit, there was a lot of fear around money because I knew interest rates were going up too. And I didn't want to be in this position where I'm just stuck and I can't do anything. Um, so. Have you invested? 
We've, Apart from house, uh, like stocks or anything, we did we did the crypto. Oh yeah, we, we had a crack crypto <laughs> in twenty twenty one. We took profit. You made profit, yeah. I didn't lose money, yeah. And there's still some money in there that's just sitting. I checked it out. There, yeah. just like fuck all. But, but we like yeah. <laughs> what? We took out the initial investment. Yeah, crypto. I don't know with crypto. No, but we nailed it. We took profit out. But then, like with crypto, like you're never going to find the the top or the bottom. You don't know. So as long as you've got a structure and a system, and essentially we were taking out. I don't know what you ended up doing, but. Pretty sure we got into like some of the coins early on, 2021. Ethereum, Polkadot. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I just took out them. I took out my initial investments and profit and then just left. I've left what, the just rest. Just saw us going up and just dealt the money in. And then- no, nah, we got in like before the spike and then I just told him yeah. like I explained, we're not just holding this till it goes to the moon. We've actually got a plan here. If it gets to this level, we're selling 10%, yeah. 10%, 10%. So it's like, quite the opposite there. I just, I was early too, jumped in moon. and- just left it there. Then not sell and cycle back down. Yeah. Yeah. Sold some stuff yeah. and put That's in other stuff. People um, who invest in things like that, they don't have a plan and they, what the fuck's the point of investing in something yeah. if you can't sell it? The only way you can make money off a crypto coin is if you sell it. Yeah. So if you're not going to sell it, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, but this goes back to like making money for like, what, what are you making money for if you don't have a plan? Like what's yeah. the, where's the money going? Yeah, correct. Yeah, you got to use it and as a tool like, to do something I also else. don't want the... Like the other day, I was a bit flustered and shit after I made that mistake with the with the card, and I, I was cracking the shits or whatever. And my partner was like to me, she's like, "If you're gonna be like this, she goes like long term." Like I don't, and I was like, I knew it was just because it was day one. I was I was feeling a bit flustered and a bit stressed with it. A lot of fucking screens. quite overwhelming. At the it start. was quite overwhelming, and I was trying to follow the system along as well as if I was doing it just to get a hang yeah, of it. Yeah, because you haven't started yet. Yeah, I haven't started yet. Yeah. Just to get the hang of it. All right, the tip come through, so I'd go here, click that, put this. All right. Yeah. Just to, and it was a lot going on. Um, but the next day I went back and turned over some bets and it was a lot easier. So mm. I know it's just over a few weeks, it's going to get easier and easier. Like you said, it's going to become to the point where it's effortless. Like you're not even thinking about it. Um, probably, yeah, one thing we don't really teach much and well, it's kind of assumed and we're probably going to add this into the interface is like teach people how to like navigate through a f- like betting app, like probably I, something you haven't. I reckon in. you 100% like, yeah. Live feedback on the podcast. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Because coming from a bat, and this was what we were going to say before, I'm not a punter. I've never punted yeah. at all. My punting experience was you go to the races with your friends, I take 50 bucks and chuck on some bets for fun or whatever. And I chucked on two multis probably 12 years ago, 11 years ago at the footy, and St Kilda were the first two legs. They fucking lost and drew. It was like 2011 in round one and two. Um, and I was like, fuck this. Of course, because obviously being a St Kilda supporter, they just disappoint. So disappoint normally and then disappointed my multis. I was like, oh, whatever, I'm just not, I just don't have an addictive personality either with any of that stuff. So I was yeah. like, just punting just never been for me. Just hasn't been for me at all. It's not something that I'm really that interested in. That's why to answer that question before you said, oh, people like, how is this, how is this fun when you yeah. know you're going to win? I do get like, they love the thrill of it. They like enjoy placing the bets and just going through things, looking at things and yeah. But like I'm like I'd rather just fucking click buttons, knowing that I'm yeah, gonna win at the end of the day, that. regardless of what happens. So, yeah, not a punter, um, and you definitely could have a better. I think with that, just how to open an account, how to place the bets. Mm. We're, we're talking about this yesterday, like more, going more basic with content. Like when we started the sports service. We use a lot of things like lines and yeah. different bed types and people have no clue what lines are. They didn't know how to place yeah. lines into multis and yeah. stuff. So I, I know what lines are, but I don't even know how I knew that. Just obviously, I've just learned that over the years. But 
a lot of the terminology. Do you understand what a line is? Yeah, the line. Yeah, betting yeah. at the line. It's like there's. Sh- it's like, oh, whatever. I don't know who's playing this. Essendon Collingwood this Friday night. Like, yeah. I'm going to actually, you know, I'll do an explanation. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Being at the line, it's presumed that Collingwood is going to win by 32 points. So that would be the line. So you're betting. Minus 32.5. Yeah. So Collingwood is starting 32 points behind zero. Yeah. And then Essendon is starting 32, 32 points, points above, above zero. Yeah. yeah. And then the odds are even at, yeah. at that. Well, yeah. minus the edge, which is $1.90 normally. So they take their 5% edge. Yeah, I don't get that. So if they were offering two dollar lines, yeah, then the bookie will never win. Well, they yeah. will because people will lose, but like staking wise. But if they're, if you staked consistently, like a rash, ration of your bankroll, a stake like ten dollar units on a thousand dollar bankroll, and the odds were two dollars, it'd be like fifty cent flipping coins. Like at the end of the day, you wouldn't, you're not going to lose heaps unless you change your stake. But yeah. they take their dollar ninety. It's not two dollars. It's one point nine. So yeah. they've dropped down. So if you put 100 on both sides, you've lost $10. Man, it's the same 100 reason. times 190, 100 times 190. If one of them wins, one of them loses, you're going to get $190 back. But yeah. you invested 200, so you've lost 10. All right. That's their edge. It's even though, edge, even though there's chances of happening, that's what they found uh, 50%, is yeah. even money. It's not. Right. Yeah. That's why they, the line's always a dollar ninety. Yeah. Dollar ninety two yeah. or whatever it is. It's the same as like a roulette yeah. wheel. Why they Correct. have the green in the wheel? The zero. Yeah. So if you were back red or white, um, red or sorry, black. red or black every time, like you'd win 50-50. But because of the green, yeah, that throws it off. Yeah, that's at the casino. We can't lose. The house always wins. Yeah. And then in America, there's two zeros, so they nail you more. <laughs> Dogs. The other thing I found out was super interesting. I didn't know was that when I was going through the Betfair module, I got to get my head around Betfair. It's still a bit confusing to me, but um. I didn't know that the bookies go and hedge their bets on Betfair. Yeah, so, so the intrinsics was, of that is buddy dogs. well, so, they're not gambling. Um, no, they're, they're not. Now, whether they actually physically lay your bet, like they don't, like say, oh yeah, uh, Troy here is betting on a horse. <laughs> uh, let's go and lay it. It's more just the algorithms and their risk and their liability yeah. that they've laid out for that race, or they have traders yeah. um, who are managing the risk of the company. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so if they had like a horse that had like. A majority of their customer base on that one horse, hedge they would limit their risk and that. lay it on Betfair. No, back, back because they're taking lays by taking the bet on. So, if you're so betting if, against the bookmaker, they're essentially laying your bet because they're taking on you. But so, let's just say the three of us, we'll just use the three of us as yeah, 30,000 punters. Yeah, we represent 10,000 punters each. So the three of us go and bet on one horse at a bookie. Mm. So we place a $10 bet each. It's paying $3. They have to each pay us 30 bucks back. So we're, because we're betting for the horse, they're accepting the, the lay. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're liable. Correct. All right. That makes sense. Because now that's what we're, when you go on Betfair and you yep. lay a horse, you're accepting the liability. Correct. So that's why you're, you're the bookie. You're the bookie. Essentially, but yeah. you're still putting a bet on the bookmaker, so either way, you're, you're coming out, yeah. And obviously, yeah, Betfair's there's a number of different things you could do with it. You can bonus bets, sport horses, cash bets, sport horses, yeah. Um, and it's very hard to understand at the start, but once you get it, it's like uh, tying your shoelaces. However, a lot of people you can make mistakes easily because yeah. when you place a let's just say you place a $20 bet on sports bet. Um, and that loses, you've lost $20. But if you lay something for $20 and it's paying 11s yeah. and, it, and the horse wins, you've lost $200 on Betfair. So a $20 bet can then become a $200 loss from you making an error. So that's why- But you, how have you made the error? 
So you've let's bet. just say you laid the wrong horse. You got twenty dollar bet. An error on sports bet on the backside is only going to cost you twenty. But if you make an error on Betfair, you could lose up to like however much. Because you potentially have laid a horse that won. Correct. So the liability is higher on Betfair according to the stake and the odds, etc. You, you need to make sure you're always backing correct. and laying the right. Which horse. is why we have a course for it, and why we don't encourage anyone to do it on their own because you will make mistakes. It's not a matter of if. It's when. So I'm probably more nervous about Betfair. <laughs> well, that's good. We want you to be nervous because there's, take your time. Betfair, do you know anything about like the accuracy of odds on Betfair? Or, like how the odds work there? Uh, no, just from what I've watched on the... the no, so a true Betfair no. event represents the true price of an event. Yeah. So going back to the lines, if there was a line on Betfair, um, it would be two to one. Two to one. Because Betfair's right. money for and against. So you have everyone, everyone in the crowd... All betting on the same events, yeah, which determines the price of an event happening. Yeah, generally the odds are higher on Betfair. Why? Why are they higher on Betfair? Because they don't have bookie commissions into them. Yeah. So what we we're talking about before with the dollar um, ninety lines, how the yeah. bookies take that ten cents away off the price. Betfair yeah. don't do that. Betfair give you the actual price of what they're. Well, yeah, whoever's offering you that. Yeah, of what's determined by the yeah, whatever the, the, the back market and layers. is. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Start playing around with the calculator, because that yeah that helps. See, I don't know the two-way and three-way dutching clicks for me pretty much instantly. But I also went through the free course two years ago, so it was like, and I had had him, and I had him explain it to me years ago, yeah. and I just sort of knew. I was like, I don't know, it clicked. I can't remember it ever being hard at the start. Maybe it was. I just can't remember now. But it it, it well two-way yeah. and three-way dutching like makes the yeah sense to the me. The principle of having a bonus bet, turning it over, guaranteeing profit, yeah, is simple. But yeah. that's just like the most basic principle. And it's like without the other stuff, you can do it. You can make money from it. But like there'll be holes everywhere. Like you need to well, keep I started the Betfair module, the horse promo method. And I, I don't know much about match betting with horses. So this is all new to me. And like straight away, you're like, this is the, the, the best, the most sustainable long-term like way to make money. Because there's horse races every day. They've got the, the, the second and third and fourth on points bet, 50, 50 up to well, 50 it's bucks. changed a little bit now, but they do offer higher in springs. Points bet's gone a bit off the boil when it comes to like promos. Yeah. But oh, like on hard on it? Is that because it's Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> no, they've gone the other way. So they haven't actually offered site white promos for like six months. Mm. So they're more like exclusive to individuals. So yeah. we, we'll see what happens with spring. You heard they got smashed in their business end. So yeah, they got their fucked. marketing budget. USA, they got bought out, Is I think. Is that because they, they were getting Shaquille O'Neal and Alan Iverson? Maybe they probably spent too much. But, yeah, they yeah, definitely had sure. funding issues. Like, they spent um, – because they, they were going really well. Um, they targeted USA and then they – I don't they know the intrinsic. Six but they, for six promo last year. Yeah, they run top they six got hammered over back. there. Six for six. Yeah. So um, you guys would have made a mint off that. Well, you don't abuse those promos. No, They're there, but – Once or twice um, a day, that's it. Not even a day. It's more oh, like like on your Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah on tipping days, one, correct. One or two races per Wednesday, Saturday. And if you do that, are you going to be okay? Like blending in wise. Every book is different, but throw in your couple non-promo bets. Yeah, like obviously combining everything we teach, but then also once you get a hang of, because you're still fresh. Like you saying these stuff. Like once you say it, versus how you're going to do it, you'll start to join the dots a little bit. More. With that question, you learn like. Every book is different yeah, how they operate. Yeah. So say text bet, they don't exist anymore, but they used to have like stupid promos, be like cash back for like five or something for like yeah. $250 a race. If you literally backed one of those with $250 on it, they'd ban you. 
and then you got other yeah so, so you got other bookies yeah. that are, what's the point of offering that exactly like, so you, that's the things that you learn with specific bookies yeah like sports bets are not going to ban you for betting the full amount on one promo or yeah. on a whole day's promos but if you did it over two months they'd do it they'd ban you but then you got a company like SwiftBet who are just shit they offer really good promos and then you just get you banned a couple of them you'll be banned a day picking your nose basically yeah. so so it's just about having everything like with the system i haven't opened them yeah up. we use them so they're there they're they're an option but like because there's that many bookies you you can get away with using all of them yeah and if you share the load and you know that okay swift bet is shit in a sense of like it's not a matter of if you're going to get banned but when yeah. It's just like, all right, well, Do they're I just there. Maybe use them Do once. Do I even open up a Swift bet? No, of course, because you, you still the deposit, use them. You get because, deposit match. they got promos when you need yeah, to you use, use them. Yeah, you use them. Just about being diversified with across bookies. Yeah. If you only have sports bet, Ladbrokes, and Tab open, you're going to use them three bookies. Yeah. Whereas if you have 20 open, yeah, you're going to use all the bookies and spread the bets. Spread the bets. So if you're placing, let's just say, the system normally tips like 30 to 40 bets a week, right? And they're all promos. And you're spreading that across 10. You if you had 10, 10 to 12. You'd spread. probably need more now. But let's just say you had 10. You would have to have a minimum of four per bookie. Yeah. Some bookies only offer like six promos in a week. So you'd be using more than half of their promotions if you had four out of six. Sportsbet, on the other hand, offer like 27 yeah. a week. If you use four out of 27, probably not going to ban you. But then if you look at and open up 20, 30, 35, 40 bookies. I know that sounds like overwhelming amount, but if you've got 40 eligible bookies for promotions, you'll get a promo list and you go through the whole day, you plan your day out. There'd be days where you could use a promo once for a whole bookie for the whole week. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, like, they're not going to ban you if you use so one. So you use promo. one promo and then how many are we taught, like non promo bets should we place? Well, that's obviously dependent on the bookies. Relevant dependent on your course as well. Like, like everyone's different. Like if you're not a, not a system member, you would do things differently to – sorry, if you're just a system member and not platinum, you would do things differently. You don't learn Betfair, so you don't use horses. That's depends why we have – sports system. Depends, yeah, depends it depends what, else. what you're doing. Yeah. So if you're using just horse racing, you obviously have um, – depending on unit size as well. If your unit size is 10, it's not going to be the same as someone whose unit size is 50 because That's, on a $30, 40 $50 unit size – we have a rule that if you're not platinum, you shouldn't be doing more than 25 yeah, I mean, because yeah. you need more advanced defense. I'm going to just say that it's literally like the moment you start going higher towards the max, which is like 50 on the bookie. When I say max, I don't mean max unit size. I mean max promo limit. Yeah. If you start putting 40, 50, you'll get banned way quicker than if you just bet 10 on that promo. Say, all right, between 11 and 5, I'm match betting on most Saturdays. And you just dedicate that time to match betting for the week, as opposed to like trying to chase your non-promos on Tuesday, Monday. It becomes messy. You get annoyed. Yeah. Whereas if you just dedicate, like when you go into the gym, do you fucking go to the gym and sit there managing clients on your phone while you're training? No, you train. You train and you train. That's it. Well, this is, I think one of my next questions is, and we sort of spoke about it before, but like I've got in October, obviously I want to hit spring. That was a pole point, get the account set up, hit spring with the system. Uh, October, I've got three Saturdays I've got shit on. Uh, coaching at a comp one day, so probably going to be a write-off. Um, another, I've got a wedding, but that's at four o'clock, so I could probably hit hit it hit it all day and then just maybe the last couple yeah. of bets on the phone. And then I'm, we're running a seminar 
at work, which yep. is all again all day Saturday. So I was like to you, how does that? F-? And then I think you got the answer was again long term over time it will average out. Yeah, yeah. so I'll explain this how I yeah. explain it. So it's um, over the long term you look at it like dollar dollar spent is dollar made. So yep. if you're betting say fifty dollars, you can sort of look at it and go, all right, I'm going to make ten to fifteen dollars every single bet. Yep. So if you miss thirty bets, you're going to miss out and whatever that correlates yep. to. Yeah, yeah, it's just less profit made over the long yep. term. Because what I don't want to do, especially early on, is I don't really feel comfortable doing it on my phone. To begin with, I think I want to be sitting in my office, have the screens on, and be focused. Just from a learning, I'm not very good with doing my multitasking. Yeah, no. For someone like you, I'll be honest. I didn't think you would get to this point where you just be like, "I'm doing it," because you. I don't know how do I describe this. You're a bit of a fucking caveman like you just fucking Ooh. do the basics and you don't really get into like the i don't know like i didn't think you would ever match no nah, no i said to you the like, other day when i was calling him and i was like i'm actually putting the beat i go do you ever think i'll be doing this he goes nah he sends me a photo of his laptop and he goes fuck look at this he goes i actually like it and i showed my missus and i'm like i'm pissing ourselves and then I was like, you actually might have a crack, so it's, it's actually good no, to see. No, I think, uh, look, for me, I think there was no reason to have a crack before. Um, yeah. I think, like I said, the big the big driver was being overseas and going, fuck, this is important to me. And especially after lockdowns and shit, like how much is out of our control with certain things. Yeah. And while I'm fucking young and we can do this, me and my partner probably want to have kids in, the, in a few years, I want to get a couple more holidays in, big ones where I go overseas and like I said, that was a big driver for me. Um, so I think sometimes you're not forced to do things until you are pushed and forced to do like yeah. to do them. There was no reason for me before. I was happy on the money I was making. Um, and you said in your podcast too, if you're, if you're happy on the money you're making and you're all good, don't do match betting. If you're not happy and you, there's, you know, and you want, you want to make a bit more money, fucking learn it. Yeah. And like, it's that simple. Um, yeah. And not that I do make a good good wage, but like I said, I think to do those other things, yeah. travel for three, four weeks a year overseas, like it does take. Money. You probably wouldn't have experienced this yet, but apart from match betting, there's so many other avenues you can do, go down with the betting world, yeah. and you learn so many different skills that you can then use later in life. Yeah, which like what? Give us an well, I, you already would have learned this, like staking and shit, like. You mean like investing knowledge and that shit? Or that what? too, but there's just other strategies and things that you can go outside of. Like what? Like what? Like Betfair trading, for example. Yeah, but I'm, that's yeah, hot. That's yeah, a, of course. A, Don't yeah. fucking bet. Do not bet fair trade. <laughs> like if you're listening to this, good luck. If you bet fair trade, like that is, I agree, you yeah. definitely can. But this is like an avenue to Correct. things like that. Yeah. And no, spot on. You're right. And for example, you coming into where you got, like you've taken things most people here, you've gone fucking here. Yeah. Like that's a spectrum. Yeah, well, I've, I've taken what was what I learned well, we through the courses and the system and I sort of took it my own way and learned, learned things that they don't teach. And you have the power to do that just from learning the basics. The basics. I think um, you are a special cat though, just from what <laughs> the stories I've heard and stuff. Like, Because even to figure this shit out, like for him to sit here for eight years and figure this out with the boys and stuff, like it takes a special, special person. I feel like Lenny won't agree with that. You don't reckon? He thinks we're fucking shit. <laughs> nah, like you have a different the way you nah, look you're at right. things and stuff. Like you, I would never sit down and figure this shit out on my own. I'm I'm doing it because yeah, you're, yeah. you're I'm doing the course and you're teaching me. Yeah, I've got to sit down and, and and learn it, but I'm not 
figuring it out. And I just don't, and also being more concerned, like you have to be a bit more risk taking, I think. Well, it depends how your brain works. Like I've always been numbers. So like even when I was in grade one, Selling selling cans. Yeah, you know, it's like sold cans at high school and made profit off like soft drink cans when I was in the cans and whatever. Undercut the cans. But no, like even when I was young, like my brain is numbers. So like I would go on fucking Monday morning journal at grade one and, and tell the teacher in the journal every single footy score for the weekend, like the exact score yeah. and shit like that. Um, I can remember all the footy scores from like each round. So my brain's always being like numbers. Yeah. But then when I discovered match betting was when once I had a bonus bet when I first started betting, I think when I was like 19 or 20, and I put it on a line and then I fucking somehow, like I didn't discover Google match betting or anything. I actually discovered it myself by putting a bonus bet on one line and then cash on the other side. And what I didn't actually, I made a mistake. I actually assumed that the bonus bet would pay out stake returns. So yeah. I put like, let's just say a $100 bonus at $1.90 assuming it was going to pay $190. And then I put $100 on $1.90 here, knowing I thought I was going to make $90. This te- this one won, luckily, because if I would have lost otherwise, I would have only got back um, yeah, we lost $90. The stake, the stake so I would have lost $10. But that won, and then I was like, fuck, this is like sick. And then I realized I made an error. But if you do it online, you only make sort of 45 or 42% yeah. or something, yeah. which is shit. And then we Kiro sort of mucked around with higher odds and then three-way dutching and soccer. And then obviously we learned how to use Betfair. And then from there, it was just like, I'm a bit of an extremist when it comes to certain things. Like I take things, I would say addictive personality, but I don't half-ass things. So like when I did it, I was like, well, fuck, I've just found this method. I'm going to multiply it by 10,000 and do it over the next five years didn't plan to do it for five years but yeah. started making money from it made like five ten k in my first two months doing it um at uni and then all of a sudden i was traveling in europe and got my sports pet band <laughs> yeah <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you do that well back in 2016 we had no idea what we were doing so yeah we've t- we've spoken about scaling um and obviously this is how we learned how to uh, me and tom had pretty hefty operation in like 2018 where we were um doing things like like we wouldn't do this 12 months of the year. It would be like three months hard and then stop for three months or whatever. Um, but no, during that time, like the reason why we've made so many errors and the reason why we can explain what to do now is because we've made all the errors ourselves yeah. so that you don't have to make them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where, where the fuck that came from, that question. but The sports fan. Oh, like how, how we found it? You have to be special people? Uh, maybe, but I didn't. Not special, but like. Oh, I just sort of found something and then started digging. Just like it was like a treasure at the end. I just knew it was there and I had to get to it. I can't explain. He got pissed off because he didn't discover it himself. He goes, "What did you say? You got disappointed that you didn't discover it." I worked it all out myself. Taught myself Betfair, Prometheus, and then I found these guys on TikTok. I'm like, "Oh, you're kidding!" Have you watched Oppenheimer? No. No, I need to watch that. American Prometheus. You know the story of Prometheus? It's the Greek god that gave fire to humans. Well, they called Oppenheimer. American Prometheus because he gave the atomic bomb to humans and fucking destroy us. But um, yeah, anyway, that was where I was going with that. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel like that at the moment too. I felt like, not like, it's like my fucking, my, my balls were tingling on Saturday, but I'm like, I've discovered something here that could like actually, yeah, like. Yeah, you get the, you get the bug. It's just- the, the bug, yeah, it's like I could actually do something with yeah. this. You got to give it a crack. You got to give it like three to six months. It's not like, you, I know you are, but like yeah, no, I know, but like that's how I felt. Like it's good. 
But my, my like I said, my mindset's not make fucking. I want to make twenty grand one weekend. My mindset's all oh, three hundred bucks every weekend adds up. The best thing about match bangs is like it's not like you see a drop shipping course or something like that. And you like you're seeing you have a look into it more and you're like, but what do I actually do here? Like you can't you can't sort of find where to go next. Yeah, match betting's so clear on where to yeah. start and like where it can go. Yeah, what was it? What were you saying? What you can't find what did you say before like that? like drop shipping and like what other drop shipping? yeah drop shipping <laughs> drop shipping is like you essentially sell items that you don't stock so you so have you buy, a store you that so gets, someone buys an item off you yeah and then you go buy it cheaper from somewhere else and, and they you send it to them no but there's drop shipping courses everywhere there's like econ courses and, and everyone's trying to get into this shit and it's a very competitive very, marketplace they're very and, like hard to teach and get started yeah. and it's like you look at these things and you're like but Saturated. where do i start like what am, what am i actually doing yeah, here match yeah. betting you start and you're like i start here and this is where it ends I, it was actually honestly now that i've done it the first week it actually was so easy like yeah, yeah but in hindsight you say that but three weeks ago you're like fuck i don't yeah, know what to do I'm, I'm trying to give someone out there who no but this is the thing me like new like me that yeah, give it three weeks at the concept set, yeah. setting, but then open up an account. Open up fucking lad brokes. Deposit the two fifty or tab. Deposit the hundred. Get the hundred dollar deposit offer. Open up another two bookies and just do it. It's like yeah. actually not yeah. that difficult now that I've done it. And yeah, and that's coming from someone that is more as a, like said conservative, but it, it really isn't. Yeah, it's free it's just money doing it. it's, it's literally doing it and to be honest I've had periods over the last three weeks I'm like no no fuck this is not for me I can't do it like I'm gonna fucking like, but I've just I'm like no nah, that's the resistance you're fucking we've been talking about something at work where there's like this this voice in your head that tells you not the to resistance. do something the resistance we call it the resistance so that's the resistance it's <laughs> a good game what resistance is it yep it's like a board <laughs> game do you find you're like semi addicted to it nah I'm not uh, no no yeah not, well, not yet. I haven't done enough with it yet. I made 50 yeah. bucks. I reckon you are. When I, when I heard you speaking... I reckon you in are. The, when you were speaking to me the first time in the car on the way to um, footy training... Yeah. You're going addicted. addicted. I reckon hooked. Yeah. Oh, hooked, but in a bad way? No. no. Like, good. I'm not an addicted. Hooked, hooked to the not, learning, the progression. It's not... Yeah. 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 Well, to be honest, you, you want to be addicted. Yeah, like yeah. fucking... Addicted to learning is a good thing to have. I think also... I think one thing I've really enjoyed is the learning of it, I found it really cognitively engaging. Like, cause it is completely new to me yeah. and probably something that you almost forget. Cause I've been doing my job now for eight years and you do get to a point, you guys are probably in the match betting scene at this point where you, you've learned 95% of it. And yeah, there's always little bits to learn, but I feel like that with, uh, in the fitness industry, I've learned a lot of it. And like, yeah, I'll go down little rabbit holes. Like I went down this hybrid rabbit hole where I was learning a lot. But again, you, you get the crux of it. There's a few underlying principles. Once you get grasp those principles, you've got it. Yeah, you can always dive into the weeds and the niche and look at things. But I, I'm not a, I'm not that kind of person. So I found it being like completely new at something, probably haven't been to uni for years. You, you kind of forget what it's like to learn. Yeah. Um, so I've enjoyed that. It's really like cognitively, yeah, engaging. Like I'm like, this is mad. Like I, I like even now, I'm like trying to figure out Betfair. Like playing on the calculators and shit. Um, so yeah, am I, am I addicted? Yeah, I, I don't. I guess I, I associate the word addiction with with a negative yeah, thing. Like, yes, bad thing. Yeah. Um, no, addicted in a good way. In a good way. Like, oh, well, addicted. I feel like I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm driven. Yeah. To doing it. That's probably a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I'm typically not an addictive personality. Like I don't have an addictive yeah. personality. I don't. I feel like I've got good balance with everything going on in my life, and that was one thing. 
I was scared about doing was dedicating. I spoke to you about this, dedicating my Saturdays yeah. to doing this. And it was actually my partner again that said, "What the fuck else do you do on Saturday?" She's like, "We sit and watch the footy." Like, in my ideal world, that's we just, a, that's that's flat out correct. Yeah, like we sit on the like yeah. Sometimes or you gamble, which you don't do. Yeah, I don't gamble, but like my Saturdays at the moment, we will get up. Like I'll go to Heavy Run Club, seven AM, get a run in. <laughs> oh, I, need to, I need to come. Yeah, to come. You're gonna come give down. Me, give me a good ass whooping in that. Yeah, come down. There's a couple of fourteen k, fourteen minute four k the other day. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking he's an athlete. He's a runner. <laughs> 107 kilo, fourteen minute four k. He's a footy player. He's got the base. Um, <laughs> and then my partner goes and trains, and then yeah, like seriously, in an in an ideal world on a Saturday, we just on the couch, maybe play some board games, watch the footy in the background. But I was like, I can literally do all this. The footy. That's like Tom saying, he's like, what are you doing Saturday? So now my family know that like I'm locked in from nine to five, I'm betting. That's, yeah. that's what I'm doing every Saturday. And the way I look at it is I'm not, I am not missing out on, like my partner was literally like to me, if you don't do it, I'm doing it. <laughs> that was her. So, so, but I also had a really good conversation with uh, one of the guys at work. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to say names just because. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cut the yeah. name out. About doing this, and he's because he's he's all for it. Um, he's like, do it, but I was telling him, yeah, my concern about doing so. And he goes, Well, he goes, in this world, he goes, you've got to give time to things to make money. At the end of the day, yeah. not, nothing's going to come to you for free. Like, to make some money match betting, you're going to have to sit down on Saturday for six hours, five, six hours, yeah. and do it three, four hours on a Wednesday. Like, yeah. you, you're just not, it's there's no world, there's no reality where you click a a fucking pokey machine and 20 grand yeah, just drops but it's out. the same thing as everything like the same thing as everything though. like sad days in the off season back home in Sydney me and my dad would like we call it super sad days we'd yeah. dedicate half the day to training training yeah every every sad day it's, yeah, well, it's, it's the same thing like, it's 100% and I think that's where the skills of my training are going to translate yeah. well to this yeah. Um, yeah and I just yeah I'm, I, I, no, I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited for the for the venture mm. for the venture um, uh, where was I going to go with you no, I've got another question back to match betting so baggy bet they yeah. got the deposit offer as well. This yeah. is what I was saying before with the deposit offers. I don't want to fucking end up with... Ask Lenny about them. Baggy bet. Yeah, what about them? Are they dogs? Oh, I've heard some. They're better than some. They're not the What's worst. your question though? Well, my question was, so I, got the, the, uh, I put the 100 into tab, got that. I'm going to put 250 into Ladbrokes. I think Baggy bet offered me... 150 for 75? Yes. Worth doing? Because Mint bet did the same thing. Yeah, of course. It's free money. It's free money, but again, at the cost of like, am I just depleting my bankroll? Well, it depends. This is where like, if you're only investing two k, it gets to a point where you kind of have to withdraw from these accounts. Yeah, if you if you only say you want to invest two k, you're gonna to have to manage your money super like tediously. Yeah. So like, you're gonna to have to put really small stakes on. Um, split bonus is really small. Um, that's one thing I learned. I noticed straight away is I split a fifty dollar bonus on a four dollar odds bonus bet, and I needed to match it with two forty yeah. on the other side. So I did that across three bookies at eighty bucks. But then I was like, "Fuck, that's eighty bucks." I've just had to put into three bookies. I think it was one eighty, I reckon. What one eighty stake? But the thing remember. is, withdrawing sixty, sixty, fifty, or one ten maybe. Well, I can't, 160, one sixty, one. I can't remember. You told me on Saturday. 
whatever it was. It was yeah. 80 bucks across three books. The so there's, yeah. there's 240 that I had to split. So I think I learned straight away. I was like, all right, well, maybe I do now. It's going to be more tedious, but I'm going to have to split my bonuses in 10 or 20. But yeah, this is the thing. Like if, if you can have, like, I'm not going to tell you what to do and same goes for anyone else. Like at the end of the day, you've got your bankroll that you want to invest nah, like in match you, betting. I, I like but cool. if you have more to invest, it's instantly going mm. to make your whole journey easier because now all of a sudden you can go and open up two thousand dollars more worth of deposit offers in your first month yeah whereas now you're like fuck i'm at 1500 out of 2k invested yeah you can't go and open up five more maybe bookings. i'll just pull the fucking ethereum i don't know what you've got there but that's <laughs> what we put in about the start. have you not sold any of that no nah, there's still some sitting in there well yeah fucking I mean, Ethereum's not going to go to 14 million, so you just take it out and use it to match bet. Yeah, the story, I've told this a couple of times. When I started... There's 800 bucks in there. Well, there's $800. I mean, who cares if it goes to 4K? Like, there's well, $800. I mean, here's, the, here's the thing, though. You make that back with match betting. You can make 50% gains in your Ethereum. I, I sold just- 5K worth of Rio Tinto in 2018, and it was making me, I don't know, 700 a year in dividends. And because I needed the money to match bet, I just sold it. And so I think if a fuck, if this goes to, to 7K, I'm happy to pull it. It's that money's going to turn into more money and that's what I need now. So fucking well, use it. That 800 bucks on Ladbrokes, Baggy Bet, whatever other ones I get off, I'm going to make that money. Yeah. But the other reason I figured out I like splitting up the bonuses real small is because then I can hedge them on more bookies and that's, get, that's starting me up. More non-promos through other accounts. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to, like that 250 on lad breaks, I'm going to split those into like 10. Yeah. 10 bucks bets, which, yeah, it's not. A long process. It's a long start. process, yeah. but how many, what, 10? That's 25 bets I've got to place yeah. on other bookies. And that's mad. And then you get to the big dog stage, it's just 250. Bang, like that. Yeah. When can I get to that stage? Well, one starts. I want to go under Lenny's wing. <laughs> Yeah, when he's gonna be yeah. my fucking, I'm gonna be his apprentice. Well, we want to. We we've been launching like some paid calls with Lenny, like people who want to sort of take things to the next level. We've booked a couple of paid calls with him, so we used to do them, but we're happy for him to take them because he's mm. very much capable and pretty pretty uh, advanced with yeah. what he does. So. Yeah. Um, Wait, how did you get to the 250 oh it's just secrets That's 250 what unit size no I was just saying like he's turning over a 250 bonus in 20 like 25 times so 10 dollars yeah and I said when you get when you go more just you can do it in oh, yeah. well the reason I'm also doing that though is for the, for the yeah, 25 course, yeah. non-promo bets on the other yeah but then I've got to find 25 fucking match you know? yeah, so it's yeah. like do I do it in 20s 25s it, Completely up to you. That's what I'm saying. It's your own journey. It's there's no one size fits all. Because I've realised there's only so many, only only so much sport going on at any one yeah. fucking time. Well, that's why horsing horses is so much fucking. It's a different game. Like there's a race every three minutes on a Saturday. Yeah, like, well, that's why I'm doing the system. No, nah, but I'm talking about Betfair. Like the system, yeah, cool, that makes you the money. But it, once you learn Betfair. You, you don't have to look at fucking, oh, this bookie versus that bookie versus this bookie. Like, it's just bet fair, bang, bang. Back look, lay, look at the race. Finished. 30 seconds. The, the thing I can't understand with the horses, though, is that, well, I suppose that's why you're backing and laying, so that even if the horse loses, you're still breaking even. Yeah, so it's like, it's yeah. like, it's, thing, the easiest way to think of it is you're backing a sports game, except that you're a horse race. You're backing one horse to win. And then the lay bet is backing every other horse in the field. Yep. See, so there's two outcomes. And it's even. So it's, same, it's essentially literally the same thing. It's the same thing. So you're backing, backing one horse to win and then you're backing every other horse to win on Betfair with the lay bet. Yep. That, but that will just 
if there's no promos, it's just, you'll be just even. Well, you'd lose commission and you'd lose the gap between the back and the odds. Because your questions um, are good. No, I think I hit those ones to make. That was the What's first. your goal? Well, how much money you want to make? I, I think a good goal that I, I, I set was, I think a, a good achievable goal to start with is a thousand a month. Yeah. That probably won't happen in the first six so months. So you want to average out a thousand a month? So you want to make 12K or no? Well, thousand a month is okay, but initially. I'm being conservative here. And this, this, this like, it's just my concern, like being a bit more. I'd be making a long term goal. Yeah. But I don't want to tell you what that is. Like, for you, for you no, I'd be aiming to make 10 to 20K in the next 12 months. Yeah, rather than looking at a month to month. Because period. yeah, month to month. Like you might want to have it. You may want to have a month off. Because at the start, yeah. you're gonna have more signups. You're gonna make money with signups more. Then you'll start following the system, which you haven't started following yet. Your yeah. unit size is gonna be super low at the start, so you're bucks. only gonna be yeah. making like yeah. probably three hundred dollars a month, maybe on the system, which is fuck all. Service, and then you. Um, I was looking at the sports service. I reckon that would be interesting. Yeah, uh, it's been that, that'll be next. Uh, maybe summer probably yeah. probably um after afl grand final we'll start a new service for the um I'll, nba I'll, and nfl i'll probably i was looking at it, i was like just just from a learning point of view like um but i was looking at it but i'll probably go i'd say probably next year when the footy starts because because i think this summer just fucking fucks on the system yeah the horses get that my head wrapped around that and then start throwing there but yeah no 10 to 20k would be nice tax free yeah nice little as i said the driver is is uh, probably make life a bit easier for me and my partner and travel. But I want you to know that if you make, let's just say you make 20K in 12 months, yeah, 15K of that would, I could almost guarantee, will come in the final nine months. The Does first, that make sense? Yeah, the first, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a, like sorry, a, even, sorry, final, I reckon even final six months. So if you make yeah, 20K, sure. you probably won't make 5K until I reckon month six. But then you'll make 15K from month six to 12. Yeah. Month one to six, you probably make five. Yeah, is this, this is just. This is the same thing. Like, I reckon just I generally, made, that's what happens. Because I reckon I would have made somewhere from between 10 and 15K in the first sort of six months. Yeah. And then, like, that next month from there, was, as I said in my podcast, I had a 12K month. So I've just made all my profit in the past six months in the next month. Is that because you just got the hang of it? It just compounds everything. Yeah, just, oh, just compounds. Unit size, yeah. compounds, more offers, whatever you're doing compounds, your knowledge compounds, yeah. your efficiency compounds. Did you make, obviously, you scaled. I think you guys spoke about yeah. that. On the, did you make that 12K scaling? or yeah. 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 So not the initial one, no. The initial 12K. Yeah. So you made that with just your own accounts. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible to have a 10, 12K yeah, 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 we had Pete. Yeah, we've had a lot of people make 30 to 50K with their own accounts. It does sound in but it's but it's not fucking in three months. It's in 18, yeah, 24 no, it's a, months. It's a, it's a process. It's, a, it's a, literally like I said before. It's everything I fucking have applied with. Tra- it's even like my running now. Like I'm doing the ten k in fucking seven yeah. weeks, or whatever. And my goal is to run uh, under an hour, ten k under an hour. And my long term goal is fifty minutes. I watched the bloody world champs like two nights yeah, ago. Ten k, thirty fucking minutes, 20, 27 minutes. That's stupid. They're That's, running like fifty five second laps. It's so fast how they're they're fucking run, but they're yeah. also like fifty five kilos. Yeah. Um. So, um. But my, my long term goal is to get at fifty minute ten k, like five minutes. Yeah. But I know that that could be a two, three, four year yeah. goal. But I've learned that skill from training. So mm. I think I'm just going to apply that same fucking skill. The next question I got, last question, probably. I have a question for you too. You hit, hit How do you feel about like the best way to do match betting is kind of invest your 2K or whatever yeah. and then 
12 months time you've got 20k balance and then you pull it out at once rather than taking out money through the process and using it as you need how do you feel about like kind of waiting till then i'm fine i knew when i was putting the two i knew that this money's not getting touched yeah for 12 months yeah or maybe i'll speak to you before i go away next year i might want to pull some out and how we manage that but I'll, we'll worry about that later. For now, I know it's not getting touched. What happens though if you pull that twenty, all that twenty k out? Don't they fucking? It just puts you at more risk if you want to come back to it. Your accounts. Yeah. She may may come back to a few bins. Yeah, like someone in the community the other day didn't need to withdraw money. Had like money in his tab. Yeah. He's like, I didn't need it, but I withdrew like seven hundred or something, and then I got banned. And it's like, if I didn't withdraw that, probably wouldn't be banned. And it's like he's he's shooting himself now. He's like, fuck, like I didn't need to take the money out. But now I've lost an account because of it. So and you also run into problems too. If you start taking, like you, you may have some money, say you have a betting bank account or whatever, yeah. you have money in your account, you're like, oh, I can just take that because I don't need it. You may run into it like two weeks later and go, oh, shit, I need a deposit here. Yeah, you might top up Betfair or that's why it's just good to have a balance. And it doesn't mean you have to, like, let's just say your balance is 2K. You're probably, that's a lower end sort of bankroll. Yeah. But if you had five and you only use three, you've got two there just for for like Back top up. ups and offers that come like you don't give a fuck about like using it um yeah so oh, it will just I'd increase like flexibility another, i'd like to have another 2k but I just fucking well it doesn't have to be today it can be like i don't know maybe you've got i don't want to manage your financial situation but let's just say you're getting paid fucking 1200 a week right let's just say that i don't want to speculate but 1200 a week you've got after tax that you can use x going to your mortgage x is going to fucking this that whatever like i'm sure you could allocate more somewhere you'd find a way to maybe put another 200 into it a week or 500 a month or something and that way your bankroll even though it seems like you're putting more money into it this is an investment that the money's not going anywhere. Yeah, it thrives off having more, more flexibility money. on capital. So as, assuming discipline, not gambling, which you're not going to do, that's fine to do. Um, I wouldn't recommend that to someone who's got a higher sort of addictiveness yeah, on personality yeah. with that shit. But what that's going to do is give you more flexibility to then just keep your investment steady and you don't have to get emotional when it beca- when it comes to the point where it's like, oh, I've got $200 left. I want to take this offer. Like I need to start withdrawing money and then you're sort of losing an account just to get a deposit offer yeah. when you could have just put more money in. Are we talk um, about like the process and that too. It also, once you have the knowledge, it really fast tracks your um, profit. So if you have that money there, it can just take your profit from here to here. Like well, that, but then my, my question is, is that you're making all this profit. How do we fucking withdraw it? Yeah. So we, we had a really good one yesterday. Because you're like, um, yeah, it's great, I'm making 12 grand a month. And it's like, right, well, I want to take fucking two grand of that out. I was a bit different in that situation because yeah. that, that kind of money, you don't like, you don't need money in certain accounts and you just have surplus. So you yeah. can just take that. Yeah, how you but for it? you, to answer you, because you're not going to do that, what we say is, like, like Lenny just asked, he said, are you happy to just let that money accumulate? Mm. What you need to do, Tom explained this really well, People are like, well, how do I spend my profit? What you need to understand is, is that money that's in there, that is you spending your profit because what's going to happen is that money isn't coming out. Like you you can spend more money from like your wage, for example, to pay a bill or to go out shopping or to to go to Mm -hmm. dinner. You're still in the same position. Like if you just look at your wage, yeah, cool. You've spent more of your wage, but then your match betting profits have gone up because you haven't spent it here. But net, you're the same because you've you've made 5K, you've spent 2K on whatever you would have spent anyway. You're plus 3K. Um, 
But if you didn't have this, you'd be minus 2K, so you're up 3K. Does that make sense? You've made profit in your match betting bank. Yeah. You've spent X dollars here, yeah. which is coming out of your wage. It's not coming out of your match betting. Yeah. Like if it came out of your match betting, you use 3K of your match betting money, you're still, uh, or 2K, you're still plus 3K. I don't know if I've explained that right. right you see, you know, so we speak to people and they're like, yeah, how, <laughs> how do you, do how do you spend the money? They have, I don't know, a 30K betting balance in all their accounts or whatever and they have 10K in savings. Like, we'll spend your savings. Yeah. Your money's your You've money's got 40K. There. You've, got, you've got your money in savings. Your betting money is your savings, essentially. And it's the same then thing. when are you pull? Like, let's say for me, like, hypothetically, I want, to, I want to use it for travel, not next year, but the year after like how am I how would you go about pulling it out to well it'll come out eventually through band accounts Betfair if it goes that way whatever else you can obviously we say don't withdraw but like you still can withdraw like you can go withdraw the money it's yours like if if you have an emergency you can take it out but like obviously there's reasons as to why we don't like the mate yeah like getting banned and stuff like that's uh, essentially it could be an opportunity for them to flag the account and review it manually and once they get reviewed manually like a a human can identify a match better pretty quickly regardless of how good your patterns are um but essentially it's just like you like pretend i'm working for tab Mm. i could identify a match better in two seconds like i just go through them and yet match better match better you can just see the patterns because so many people just hit the promo, $50, $50, $50, $50, turnover bonus at $12 on a horse or turnover bonus at $4 on a sport. Like it's fucking clear as and day. And what we touched on before. You kind of learn that like you'll, you'll look at your betting patterns in your account history and go, oh shit, this doesn't look too good. You'll kind of learn this. They're like, like they know what match betting is. They're not stupid. Like, yeah, no, no, they these, these bookies trying so to make money. So how do you look like a fool, Mark? Well, that's why we've got the advanced sustainability and doing all the shit that's explained. So if you watch it, like now it's probably a bit Chinese because you've watched it once and it probably hasn't sunk in. I probably need to watch it. If you watch it again, you'll start realizing how things fit in. And it's like with anything, like the practical side of things, Mm. uh, sorry, the the theory side of things is one thing. But then once you start doing it, then you'll start to realize how you can take that prac or that theory, put it into your own system. It's like, how do you, not everyone trains the same way. Like you might something works for you doesn't work for someone else yeah. why don't you track calories anymore because it's not good for you you've gone away well, from that two years ago you were very hot on it now you sort of realize the holistic approach of like maybe no, it's not great just eat like a dog. yeah but it's also yeah no but it's also i know like i just know what to do and you know exactly so Without once you know it's the same as you like you just said i can spot a match being you just know exactly it's in your fucking and um, it's the same as you can spot a gambler on their statement like you look at a gambler's statement you look at their account it's got fucking 38 boost on like it like i would like, say and this is me fully coming at it from a, a lens but that a gambler as the day goes on the the the, the their unit size is progressively getting bigger as they potentially depends on the person everyone takes their losses well yeah that that's a fair stereotype because most gamblers will bet more when they're losing and bet more when they're winning but then what if a match better was doing that like that's a way to sort of Obviously, with what we teach, there's all these factors in there that you can do, yeah. tips and tricks. Um, I can't remember what that question was about. Oh, the savings, like how, how do you yeah, spend like, your money? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people, these guys you mentioned before that have made 30 grand and shit. How the fuck? Yeah, so it depends yeah. on the situation. So say you got to 20K and you're like, all right, well, that's it. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. You'd literally take the whole thing out. But if you wanted to go on holiday and then come back to it, you'd have to assess like the situations. You'd look at your know, certain accounts. This You'd understand this at the time when you get to that stage. But you go... Um, all right, well, this account's less likely to ban me if I withdraw from here, so I can do that. And as JP was saying, you have money in 
Betfair, you have money from bans. Like it won't just all be in accounts that if you withdraw, you're going to get banned. Like it really depends on the situation. Is that in launder money through Betfair? <laughs> Literally the same thing the other day. Huh? Launder. Yeah, I mean, if you if your bet goes the right way, great, but it it's not in your control. You don't know who's going to win. So we don't like to encourage that anymore. We did it to start um, because you can start like trying to think you can control the outcome yeah. when you do, when you can't. And essentially you could dig into your profits because like if you're always – so when you back and lay, you're losing money, like you're losing 4%, 5%, 3%, 7%, whatever because of the commission. So if you're digging into your profits doing that and then the market – uh, then the result actually goes into your retail anyway, like you're losing 7% and then you've got a higher – Retail balance and your bet yeah, fair's fucked. So like you're trying to achieve that, but like you're right. not. So, so I gotta because my, my I would want to be in a position where I'd want to take the money out, but then still be able to come back and use the accounts. Yeah, if it gets to a point where you've made twenty k in twelve months and you want to take it out, like take it out if you want to. But if you get to the point where you've made twenty k and you don't need to take it out, fucking yeah. even better because that's yeah, what I mean. Absolutely. If you're like this is the allocation of the holistic amount of money that you have. Like if you've got all this money right and all of it's just accumulating here and you're still able to not take things out you're still able to go on your holiday with using these funds then fantastic because now you've still got your 30k balance that's built up let's just say you put in five goes 20 you've got 25. now all of that's not going to be in betting accounts that could be in your bank it could be in your betfair it could wherever it's going to end up in the next 12 months we don't know like it's just going to be whatever happens yeah. we can't control well, i don't that. know about you but like people would put money into savings each week from their pay yeah like or into fucking index In your situation, or, if you're putting money into savings each week, you pay, pay for your holiday with that. Yeah. That's what we're, that's, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're budgeting for that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I'm just trying to long-term, if you're making all this money and you want to be able to pull, pull. But yeah. you, like it's a decision decision for like the time. Yeah. You can't you can't think about it now because you don't know what the situation right is going to be then. Just focus on <laughs> building the money. Yeah. And then worry about that hurdle when we get there. Yep. Yeah, get into friends it. that love it. Like they punt, like they love it. Like the, they like the thrill. So what are they? Have you told them? Yeah, I think it's a scam. Really? Yeah. Full scam? No, not a scam. It just like sounds like a scam. I'll tell you who. who so after. what? What do you reckon they think when they're losing their money? Is that a scam? Yeah. <laughs> like when they lose their money, do you think they? Yeah, but I think it's like <laughs> it's 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 it's. I don't know. It's addict behavior. It's ingrained in that head. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Hip, fully hypnotized. Yeah. A little bit of fun. What's your quote of the day? Quote of the Him. day? Both of you. The quote of the day is... Um, I like... So something I was saying uh, in, in Europe was when I was at a festival over there was when there was a mad like song. I'd say it tickled my nutsack. And so I listened to Watch the Throne yesterday. I listened to Watch the Throne, Jay-Z and Kanye West. I'm not to be a rap hip-hop guy, but that album fucking did tickle my nutsack um, 12 years ago. And it's tickling my nutsack again now. Yeah, nice. That's my quote of the day. Tickle my nutsack. And what have we learned out of this? Match betting is just sick. Hopefully, we replay this in twelve months, and you made twenty k. Hopefully, well, that was the plan, wasn't it? We're gonna do this, and then we're twenty k. Fuck, that's a lot. We're gonna do another one later. We made it to the end of the podcast. Really appreciate you listening. Um, just wanted to drop a message quickly to say, if you are interested in coaching with me um, in either strength or fitness please shoot me a DM, love to chat. And also love to chat to you if you are a beginner match better like myself and just wanna chat and see how I've gotten things started up the last couple months. More than happy to chat about both things. So please hit me up and thanks for listening to the podcast.